Happy New Week. <clears throat> it is December 3rd, question mark. I think it's the 3rd. Monday. Um, I had a very productive weekend. However, the wife and daughter got a little sick. So, um, <clears throat> but I still got shit done because I'm a man and that's what we do. You know, you put it in our hands, we'll get it done. So, I had, uh, I'm redoing my kitchen, which I can't suggest more that when you, one, you need to buy a house. I used to be, uh, I'm a uh, minimalist. And I used to be to the, to the extent that I would, I didn't want to ever own a home. This is back about 17 years ago before I, I had a wife and kids. Um, you know, I didn't want to own stuff because it's kind of liberating not to, in the the classical sense of liberation, to not have to own anything because the things you own end up owning you. Classic line from Fight Club, which I can't endorse enough. But, uh, no, the smart move is to buy a house, even if it's one that you can't really afford, or I shouldn't say afford. Let me, let me, that's not what I meant. Let me back that up. One that isn't, if you can't afford a super nice house, whatever, fine, even better. Get a house that you can afford and work on it and do your own upgrades. I mean, shit, dude. Uh, let's see, cutting the grass, uh, cleaning it, and painting it will do wonders to any house. Um, and then slowly, dude, it's taken me since the fucking summer. I started, I started tearing out my old cabinets in the summer. I know this isn't super duper awesome to talk about, but just telling you about my weekend. Um, and I'm trying to instill in the men and in the women to instill in other men, especially your children, uh, instill this shit in them. Like fucking work. Dude, I am not the best carpenter in the world. Okay. In fact, my dad was a carpenter and never taught me how to be a carpenter. I mean, I knew what a hammer was. Uh, I knew how to hit a nail, sort of. (laughs) I was never very good at the tap knock, if you know what I mean. It's where you you tap it once to set it, and then you hit it again, and it goes right in. I was never good at that. It usually takes me about two to three. And it's just because, I don't know, man. I got good hand-eye coordination. Good hand, I can own an ordination. Um, but uh, I just wasn't, I don't know, good at that for some dumbass reason. Anyway, no, but fucking work on shit, dude. Get in there, get involved. You're a human being, okay? We are incredible creatures. You will figure it out, especially if you have some kind of a drive behind it. You'll figure that shit out quick, okay? And it doesn't have to be fucking absolutely perfect. Right now, as I'm doing my molding, I'm almost done with my kitchen. <clears throat> uh, chop saws are fucking awesome. I tried I tried making <laughs> angle cuts on my molding in my bathroom with a fucking circular saw. Thankfully, my father-in-law gave me his chop saw to use because and it I mean it, I got every I got the bathroom molding done in 30 minutes. It was probably a little longer, but I'm going to go ahead and and uh, be facetious about it. 
anywho, so that's that's what I want to. That's my daily instillment. I was thinking about doing another episode where I'm just giving you all of my ideas that'll work for you, and it's usually going to be like with men, but also women. You know, I'm just a I'm a dude, so I know what it's like to be a dude. You know, um, I mean, who would I really? Well, I mean, I I guess I could say a couple of things. I was raised by women. Um, I'm an enigma in some ways, I suppose, you know, uh, when it comes to that, because I I was raised by women. So I kind of know what women, this whole idea, like, I just don't know what, no, you do. You just don't realize you do. And same with women. You know what guys want? You know what women want to an extent? I'm not completely everybody's individual. Anyway, I'm getting too far into that. I was thinking about making an episode, another episode where I just kind of give you all of my, uh, uh, I agree with Gavin McGinnis on this. I don't like it. I don't like calling it life hacks. It's just shit that I figured out that works really well because I made a shit ton of mistakes up until that point. So maybe I'll do that on the next episode, which you might get today. Cause I got a, I got a, uh, over hour and a half long drive. So, Ooh, a border agent or patrol border agent. Yeah. Um, we're a little deep into Michigan, homie. I don't know what you're doing out here with your car, but all right, do what you got to do, man. I mean, are you headed to Mexico? Okay. Or are you keeping out the Canadians? Because I think I'm okay with that. Um, not all of them bring the good ones like, uh, like roaming millennial and Stefan Molyneux and, uh, bring those guys over. Those guys are good. Some of the fucking Windsorians. Oh God! I, and I, dude, I used to go over to Windsor when I first got up to Michigan. I'd never really been to Canada, so I'd go over on weekends with friends and shit. And there are fights every night, every single night. You will run into, I'd say on average about three fights, easy. I mean, just fights. Just it's it's ridiculous, dude. Like, and it's a lot of it has to well. It's the Canadians that have a problem with the, the, the Americans that come over. And the Americans are coming over from fucking Detroit. Why are you fucking with them? Or people on the outskirts of Detroit, I should say. But they have that mentality that they're from the Detroit. From the D- Detroit? What? They're from Detroit. So it, there's, uh, there's our, automatically a chip on their shoulder. And um, I'll give this to Canadians. They'll fight. They're kind of... They, I mean, the, the country was created by Scotch-Irish. Okay. And yeah, some French and English in there, but it's primarily Scotch-Irish. And uh, they're willing to fight at a drop of a dime, dude. I mean, it's or a drop of a dime? What? Stop on a dime. Drop of a hat. Anyway, um, not that I'm, I'm not really the biggest fan of talking. I, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's entertaining when I tell you about these times that I get into it with people on Twitter. Because it's usually famous people. And lo and behold, I did it again this weekend. Didn't even know it. Of course, that was kind of a part of the shit that I was saying to this guy. Um, Dinesh D'Souza, who is fucking awesome. And uh, the left, you know, they they come up with this group think that anybody who isn't of them is stupid and a redneck and all this. Being somebody from the South, like listening to these fucking people who want to be professional victims all fucking day. It's like, why don't you be a straight, white, Catholic 
male from the south <laughs> who was fr- who was halfway from the north and see what life's like where your parents are divorced and you don't have somebody that teaches you how to fucking fight <laughs> live in that guy's shoes for a little bit and see what it's like uh what is the first accent that people choose when mimicking somebody else and trying to make them sound dumb it's a it's a country accent it's a redneck accent right and by the way if you don't know rednecks were the scots that uh, were coal miners that's where the, the term redneck comes from it's not because our skin is so pale that our uh, our skin gets red I'm scotch Irish by the way um, it's they wore red handkerchiefs they were kind of they were kind of like a gang slash union um, in order to save uh, their jobs from being taken over by um, uh, carpetbaggers. Anyway, um, so the rednecks are the Scottish. The hillbillies are the Irish who settled in the hills of Appalachia. Okay, so the hillbillies, that comes from the Irish. And the rednecks come from the Scottish. Now, there's there is a name given to uh, they would be Irish who were taken down to Barbados these are the Irish slaves if you've ever heard of Irish slaves Oliver Cromwell up in England was uh, is it Oliver? I feel like it's Oliver it might be something else but his last name is certainly Cromwell was uh, kind of the pit bull of England who uh, took prisoners of war along with children, women and non-prisoners of war from Ireland and turned them into slaves and sent them down to Barbados to cut sugarcane. To the point at, at which, in Barbados at one time, 85% of the population was white Irish slaves. Anyway, white Irish slaves were not super great in the South nor in Barbados because they were dying. Um, they called them, they called the white Irish slaves in Barbados, they called them Red Sox. They're actually still down there today. So that I, I can only imagine that the term from Boston comes from relatives who know that their slaves were down, I'm sorry, know that their, yeah, know that their relatives were slaves down in Barbados and were called Red Sox. I think, maybe that's not, maybe there's no correlation between the two, but that's what the Irish were called down there. And they're called that because uh, their legs, they wore shorts, and their legs would get so fucking sunburned that they would look like red socks. And so they could call them red socks. Because they'd wear hats and shit, but they their, their legs would be exposed and it'd be hot. Anyway. <clears throat> so that's where that term come from. If, you, if you've even ever heard of that term. you got to kind of do some research in that. That was one that... Uh, Funny enough, the liberals, in order, because, because when you say, when I make the argument that everybody were slaves at one point, and then, and everybody participated in slavery, uh, the left, for some reason, wants to fight against that. And that will come into play when it, when I talk about this guy that I was debating all day yesterday. Um, and, it, and when I say I was debating him all day, it was in between, it was like little breaks, you know, where I'm making cuts and putting them on. My God, by the way, I'm not bad at molding. Not bad at all. I made the wife happy. The fucking the kitchen looks phenomenal, and it's taken. It was a slow process. We actually used old, not old, but my uh, my uncle who is rich, um, 
he he did a uh, uh, renovation to his kitchen and gave me his old cabinets and uh, and cupboards. So I took them and ripped out my old ones and put in his. And then once they were installed, uh, my wife painted them with white chalk paint. It's not a chalkboard. It's it's called white. It's called chalk paint, and it's uh it's white or something like that. And motherfucker, it looks awesome. I wasn't I wasn't super down for it having white cabinets and shit, but when we got done with it, it was awesome. And by the way, uh, Home Depot and Lowe's they have um, they have countertops, super cheap. A hundred. I think we bought when I was looking at the one I wanted. It was only like a hundred and twelve. Um, but we ended up getting, uh, the one that my wife wanted and it's gorgeous for a hundred and 150 for a cabinet ain't bad. And I installed it myself. We've, we've spent less than a thousand dollars on this upgrade and we can actually, we've increased our house by our, our, um, price on our house for probably five grand easy. Yeah, we're going to make some money off of our house. So anyway, um, fuck, what was I talking about? Oh, um, so I got into it with this guy. Oh, but anyway, the left, they, they don't want, they want to make certain people, like Ben Shapiro talks about with the kind of the hierarchy of the oppressed, where the handicapped black lesbian Muslim is like the epitome uh, wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me, let me go really into what the epitome would be. A black f- female, so a black lesbian, Muslim, handicapped woman who was raped. Is there any? Is there? I can't think of any more. Oh, from another country. This would be the epitome. This would be the fucking the very top of their pyramid. That is the ultimate of the oppressed to them. Okay. So anyway, um, there is a hierarchy to their, their oppressed. And when you point out that everybody participated in slavery and everybody were slaves back in the day, they, they go back to try and, and, um, revision history. And that's something that they'll, uh, there's the Slate and I think HuffPo and a couple of other liberal people, liberal news sites got together to try to debunk the story that the Irish were slaves back in the creating, the, the creation of, of the United States. Um, I, all I use is the fact that the Irish were, I know this to be true, the Irish were taken down to Barbados as slaves. They try to say, no, they were indentured servants. No, not at all. But anyway, so I think I've talked about that before. But what I'm saying is they want, they don't want to allow a level playing field. They don't want to allow that information because then it makes it more level. And uh, it absolutely happened. And they don't like it because then their narrative kind of gets fucked up. And their whole, their whole base, which is bullshit anyway, their whole base gets gets um, gets dissolved and then they're standing there and they, they have to be confronted with the fact that well you know maybe things aren't as bad as they make it out and they shouldn't get the special treatment that they've been getting 
And I'm saying the left. I'm not saying anybody. I'm saying the left as a whole. Anyway, um, so Dinesh uh, had a had a tweet about something, and uh, and I was just scrolling through. I was taking a break, looking at shit, and there was this guy that had said something about Dinesh was a hack. And uh, I just responded with, what did he say that was hackish? Now, it's two things. One, I was saying it to kind of like be like, all right, I, I'll engage you in this. And two is, well, give me the information. If he's a hack, then tell me what he is a hack about and then I'll be on your side. You know, whatever the truth is, you know, give it to me so that I can also have the truth. And it was... a. I think it was something to do with the Democrats and uh, maybe the switch, the great the great switch myth that they talk about um, with the Southern strategy and all that shit. The, stru- the Southern strategy, mind you, is just like Reaganomics. Reagan and the Republicans, they, and I, I, I hate that this is where it goes, but it makes me have to defend the Republicans. I am not a Republican. But I have to call out the truth. The truth is, the Republicans and Reagan never said Reaganomics. It was the left. It was the Democrats that came out with Reaganomics. And simplified it to saying, well, it's trickle-down economics. That's not, that's not what was being said. It was, a business creates jobs. Okay? So the, the guy that starts the business, who takes the risk... One, he should get paid the most because he started the fucking thing. He gets the credit. And what's so funny is with the left is they all want credit. Like you try stealing something from them and they will lose their fucking mind. You're you're this, you're that. I mean, all of these major celebrities and shit, if they're not getting pulled in to court because they stole somebody's shit to get famous, they will certainly send their lawyers after somebody who who even comes close to using too much of their, a segment of their song or something along those lines. They'll get fucking pissed. So they don't play to the same rules. Or they play to the same rules, but they don't want you, who are, who are their enemy, to play to the same rules. Um, fuck, am I forgetting already? You could play a drinking game to that every time I forget. Uh... Am I... Aw, man. Fuck me. Getting off at the wrong... Stop. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so that's that's what the business model was. Was I mean, it, was, it wasn't even a model. It was just pointing out the truth when it comes to free market capitalism. Is a business creates jobs. And that's kind of where they were coming from. Um, with the idea of what they call Reaganomics. It isn't this trickle-down effect of like, oh, we'll give all the super rich people all the tax cuts and all this and treat them really, really good, but treat the treat the taxpayer as a piece of shit? That's not, that's not what it was. But in order to simplify things because they're mouth breathers, uh, the Democrats had to, to come up with something that could, could uh, be turned on turned on them in order, or I'm sorry, turned on the Republicans in order to make it evil and bad. Um, Gavin McGinnis talks about, uh, I can't remember his name, who would say, was it Sebastian Gorka, who would say, uh, 
You know, the left thinks that we're evil. We just think that they're wrong. And that's been the fucking story for a while. Um, and again, I don't want to make it sound like, well, we're it's so bad that, you know, it's the worst it's ever been. Again, you have the Inquisitions. Now, I come from an angle of the Inquisitions of the politicians were the bad guys in that. Okay? I'm not saying all the religious always have always been great. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is the people to blame on the Inquisition were the politicians. And we don't look at it as such. The fucking left keeps bringing it up as if it's all oh, that's the horrible Christians. They're always been bad or something stupid like that. Anyway, um, so just like Reaganomics was created by the left, um, the left also uh, was the, were the ones that came up with the, the, the theory of the Southern strategy. So that's the debate that I got into with this guy after he said something about being hackish and then it got onto the switch and he was, he just couldn't believe it. Now we're sitting here debating and I'm thinking I'm going against just some normal dude. I didn't notice the, the blue check mark. It was just trying to kind of, you know, go back and forth with him because I was, I had a moment of time where I could sit and fuck around and, uh, sometimes I know better. Like if I get, if I'm, if I have partaken of my relaxing method (laughs) and, uh, I'm sitting there like I did last night and, uh, I'm trying to write, but then I'm, I'm in the midst of this stupid fucking debate that has now gotten far too deep and I'm getting, I'm not, not getting bored. I'm just getting annoyed to have to constantly keep coming back and cracking them. Um, and I'm also, I started watching, uh, sick note. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. However, they do make Republicans again. Listen, I'm not a Republican, but I noticed this shit. They make Republicans out to be monsters. Like the, the boss, the boss, um, who is, Oh God, what's his name? Don Johnson is just the, the everything that, that they say is bad about a Republican. He is, it's, it's, it's made over in England, but he's this American guy. They make the Americans, all the Americans are bad guys in this show, by the way. Um, there's only two, but still you get the drift. Well, I'll take that back. Oh, fucking Lindsay Lohan's in it. My God. And she, but they make her out to be kind of crazy. Anyway, so I'm sitting there and I'm getting, I'm getting frustrated. I shouldn't say frustrated. I'm just, I'm having to deal with, I'm trying to do three things at once. Watch something, write, which is what I want to do. And then also fucking respond to this guy. Anyway, um, before I know, so at one point, not super early, but early on in the debate, I finally look at who this guy is after he's called me a moron and stupid and all this other shit. And and insinuated that, you know, I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about and I'm dumb. And I mean, just started name calling right off the bat as I'm presenting him this evidence of like, okay, well, he's not a hack and there wasn't a switch. And he's like, are you serious? There was, there was a switch. It was the Southern strategy. You got to, again, like I've talked about with, um, Jesse Lee Peterson. And what I like about him is that he sticks, he stays on point. Like, whatever point he's made, he stays on it. He doesn't get too far down. Now, some people need to, and some people feel the need to, and, and some people I really like doing that. Ben Shapiro is one of those people that can get really far down into something and remember what he's talking about. 
which I look at and I go, God damn, man, I don't know if I'd be able to debate that guy. Because obviously, as you can hear, I lose train of thought fairly frequently. Um, as I'm doing right now. Uh, duh, 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 duh. So anyway, uh, I look at who this guy is. He's a fucking actor in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, I've seen him in shit. Uh, he was in... Just because I looked through the list on IMDb, uh, he was in the 13th floor, which I just watched two months ago. I, it had always been a movie that I'd wanted to see, and then I watched it, and I was like, well, I guess I'm wasted some time. I mean, it was all right, but it wasn't great. It was kind of like, it was almost like a really watered-down version of The Matrix without any action. Um, and I think it was made around the same time as The Matrix. But anyway, uh, yeah, this guy was in that. He was in um, he was in Murphy Brown when it was first out. I mean, this guy, he's an older guy. He's been in a bunch of commercials. He usually plays either a creep, a villain, or a dumb guy. Like a dumb, cuddly guy. You know, I, I, that's the best way I can explain it, I guess. Um, and it blew, I was like, holy shit, I know this guy, I'm debating him, it's, it's like kind of surreal, you know, not, not like, oh my god, I'm talking to a celebrity, but it just gave me a shit ton of, of ammunition to throw at the guy for like the needless times, you know, when he starts fucking jabbing at me and calling me stupid, which he did, he ended up asking me where did I go to college, now this was very telling of, of, Hollywood and why I'm, I'm bringing this up and why I think it's important to talk about this is this guy is not an A-list celebrity. He's not even fucking B-list celebrity. He's a guy in the background of movies and on he'll, he'll get a, a, like a big break for him is a commercial where he's the, he's the sole dumbass doing whatever they make, you know, white dads out to, out to be is stupid. He's it. That's him, you know, and that's a big break for him. He gets to play that role of lead dad who's an idiot, you know, and is finding out whatever the commercial is trying to, it's trying to give him or whatever, sell him. And it's how he responds to stuff that I think is so, so telling about those who are on the lower tier of Hollywood and celebrity and how he treats people. This guy's got 11,000, um, followers, which to me would be like, if I had that, that would be big for me. Because I'm not, I'm not in the, in the, uh, the public realm. Nobody really knows me, you know? And it's kind of the purpose of which I'm doing this is to get followers so that at the point when I'm ready, you know, I can set my stuff out and it it does something with a purpose. For him, it's just, he's, he's a, an actor and he's acted in, I mean, he's been in over a hundred He's acting in over a hundred uh, things. Nope, oh, shit. And uh, just the way that he was responding—I mean, right away he was calling me stupid and a moron, and uh, just being a real dick. Uh, needlessly, might I, might I add. So uh, it was like, all right, I'm rolling with the punches on that. What a dick, you know? Doesn't need to be, but he is. And, um, 
And then he was asking, because he kept calling me dumb. And I'm like, dude, it's, I go, my biggest point was, and where I was talking about Jesse Lee Peterson sticking to the point is, show me the list. Give me the list of the switch. I was constantly saying there was no switch. Which, after hearing it from Dinesh D'Souza and um, Ben Shapiro, I never it had never really been that big of a deal. And this is also something to point out about the switch. It had never really been that big of a deal. It was something that was taught in, in social studies or civics class or whatever you want to call it, um, political science. But they didn't spend enough time on it. And it's a pretty fuck. It would, if it happened, it should have been a real fucking big deal. That was one of my points. It would have been a bigger deal than fucking Vietnam and uh, the Korean War combined. You would have been hearing more about the, the Southern strategy and the major switch if it were true. But it wasn't because there was no fucking switch. It is, it, and I made what I thought was probably my best point is the Democrats came up with it and have been pushing it in order to wash away their sins. Their sins being that they created the KKK, they voted uh, uh, against uh, the abolition of slavery, they voted for Jim Crow laws. The Democrats have never been on the right side of history. They've never been on the right side of issues. They've always been on the wrong side. And even now, and now, you know what? I should take that back. Let me take that back. Back in the 90s was maybe the closest that they, well, I shouldn't say closest, where they were kind of on the right side of some stuff. You know, that's why these videos where you see Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama talking about securing the border and uh, that marriage was between a man and a woman and that should be respected and all that. And now, you know, and, and Hillary Clinton as late as 2013, now they switch to, oh, well, uh, marriage should be between whoever and whoever. And we should grant everybody amnesty. There should be no borders and shit. And I pointed that out to him. I was like, dude, you guys are all about McCarthyism. And yet you vote for a party that created the KKK. Like, how do you fucking function with that? Well, and, and here's where the switch came in. And then we got into the debate about the switch. And so my major point was... Give me a list. And their retort was, uh, if that's the correct word to use, was, uh, well, it was gradual. And then they'd send me a link to Wikipedia. And I had to crack on them and go, dude, Wikipedia is not a reliable source, which it isn't. Any platform where anyone can go in and edit the information, the data, is no longer reliable information. Okay, and I don't care how reliable the their information that they may have on there is and all their stupid sources. If you can go in and you can edit the information, your platform should not be considered a reliable source, is what I'm saying. Okay, and there's plenty of reliable sources. I mean, if you want to go in there and find in their source page area um, where they got that information and use that rather than WikiLeaks, or I'm sorry, Wikip- Wikipedia, then do that. Don't just give me Wikipedia. That's not, it doesn't fly with me. I, there's a, there is a, um, oddly enough, side story, a English atheist who lives in Louisiana, who is an, uh, who is a, he calls himself the evangelical atheist, I think is his name. His name's Doug Stewart. Doug Stewart. 
and he's a part of a humanitarian or a humanism, a couple of humanism groups. He's got a couple videos on um, YouTube. I've debated that guy too. And um, oh fuck, where was I going with that? Oh, and he would use Wikipedia. And I'd have to tell him, and I knew this back, back fucking 15 years ago when I debated this guy, or 10, maybe 10 years ago when I debated this guy. Uh, Wikipedia isn't a reliable source of information. Give me something else. When I give you my shit, it's usually legit. Or it'll be from a person or whatever that you can go and you can say where, you know, whatever. But Wikipedia, again, dude, I just don't understand where this idea comes in that, well, Wik- Wikipedia, you know, almost, like Google. And Google is now less of a, a reliable source of information. I mean, it provides you with the websites and whatever because of their algorithms, and that's the argument that they'll use. But as I've said, 20,000 computer engineers working on the search engine, and it's a left-leaning company, a heavily left-leaning company, where they fire anybody who practices dissent. Numerous uh, conservative People have come out to say, yeah, this is what Google's doing. So anyway, so they kept, they would keep sending me the links to Wikipedia and, uh, and their biggest thing was, and this guy, he kept coming up with, well, do you, are you saying that the switch didn't happen or are you saying that there was no Southern strategy? And I'd come back with, uh, I think, what was his name? Glenn something, Glenn or Glenn something was the guy that came up with the, uh, the term, the Southern strategy, and it was a rumor. It, it Nixon never came out to say, yeah, we're practicing the Southern strategy. It was a rumor. It was never a thing. And I pointed out, I said, listen, even if there was a Southern strategy, give me the list of the people that switched. It would be that simple. You could blow me out of the water. I'm eating crow on the fucking side of the road, all sour face and shit, because all you'd have to do is give me a list. And I, I even told him, I said, listen, eventually after he kept going, well, are you saying that? And then I'd say, yeah. And he'd be like, oh, I'm done. And it's so funny to have somebody constantly go, I'm done. Now I'm done. Now I'm done. And they're not done. They keep fucking saying shit. And you're like, well, I'm not done. I can sit here all the fucking day. It's Twitter. I can come back to this in 10 hours and still fucking get you. Anyway. Um, fuck, where was I going with that? So he, yeah, he kept saying he was done, but then he, he would like ask me, well, where did you go to college? Here is one of them. And, uh, I was like, I thought you were done. And he goes, well, now I'm intrigued. Where did you go to college? And I said, all right, uh, MTSU and a few other community colleges. I said, where did you go to college? And I knew when I put that there, his response before he made it, I knew he was going to shit on it. I knew he was going to shit on it. Because it's a university, it's not a very big university, and it's in the South. And when I said that, he responded with, that's what I thought, now I'm done. And again, it's very telling. He is a low level, he's probably a C, I don't know how far how far down it goes. I know it goes A, B, C, and, and it might be a C and a D. But he's somewhere between C and D. I think there's an F too. I think they skipped the E, which is always weird. So um, I think he's somewhere around C or D level celebrity. Um, so he's he's not at the very bottom of the uh, the 
the totem pole out in Hollywood, which you would have like the grips and the fucking the the people the that you know go and get all the fucking shit for you know production and all that and the carpenters. He's not on that level. He's he's certainly not at the top, um, but he's somewhere kind of like the middle the middle to low end middle class high end working class of Hollywood. And he's been so indoctrinated and he toes the line so much so that, I mean, I'm sure he probably makes, what, somewhere around 200 grand a year, 200, maybe 300 grand a year acting in Hollywood, getting some, some nice roles that, you know, will pay out whatever. Um, and he's shitting on me, somebody who makes what, 40 grand, maybe a year, if I'm lucky, 35, 40 50 grand at a fuck. I I wish it was 50 grand. That'd be nice. Anyway. Um, so somewhere around those, my, my shit fluctuates because I'm in sales, but, um, so he's shitting on me for going to a university in the South and then community colleges. And he's, he's kind of playing part, a part of this class warfare where, well, now he's better than me. And I came back with, wait a minute, are you telling me that you went to an Ivy League school. He never told me where he went, by the way. And I'm just assuming. But I'm using his best, where it could have been that he best, the best thing that he went to. And I said, okay, are you telling me that you went to an Ivy League school only to end up a C-level actor? Nobody knows your name. You're fighting with a guy on Twitter where you only have 11,000 followers. And you're somehow fucking better than me. And, uh, I think I call him an elitist or something. Not like a, I try not to get too serious when I'm trying to shit on him. But I mean, that's the thing, dude, is that that's how they view us. He is that low on the totem pole, yet he still thinks he's better than the rest of America. And they placate, they play a part of this, this bullshit of like caring about the caravan and caring about people in other countries and open borders and, and all the shit that the left always says that they're about, they're never about. These are, it is such a load of shit. And I'm not saying all. There are good people on the left, okay? I think that they grew up in, with, with leftist influences in their life that led them to be left. And, ha, and, and I always kind of feel this way, and I think Gavin McGinnis actually um, thinks this way too. I, I think I, it's somewhere along the same lines, um, that if people are given all of the information, they'll tend to, to go center right, not left because the left, the left is all about feelings. Okay. The left is all about, um, I'm not saying that they never use facts. Okay. Sam Cedar, um, Kyle Kalinske, these guys tend to use facts, but they like to twist it and warp it in order to benefit them. They get, they have to get real far into, uh, an issue that, uh, like take socialism that, that takes from the earner gives to the non-earner. And then they got to get real far into that in order to find something that, that backs up their claim of why, you know, non-earners should be given money. You know, it's there, they'd be the same when it comes to rape and abortion. You know, they'd, they'd be the first ones to bring up it within seconds. Well, what, what about rape? And then use the excuse of rape that they now think is a good enough excuse to murder a baby to then say that all abortions, which is a, a uh, minority um, 
an excuse to then justify all abortions. That's what I'm pointing out. Let's see if I can find this guy's name real quick. Hopefully that still stays up. It does! I thought, man, thank you, Anchor, for fixing that. I, I got on some kind of... They do trains on this shit? I'm getting a shit ton of people just fucking... Put me in trains and people are following me and shit. I, I don't quite understand that. Again, I'm pretty new to Twitter. I've been on since July, maybe. Um, what is this guy's name? Now, I don't bring up guys' names like Doug Stewart and this guy that I'm about to say. I don't want you to attack him. I don't want you to fucking go after him on Twitter or whatever. You know, I mean, if you feel like you need to say something to the guy when you see something that he says, by all means, you're going to do what you're going to do. I'm just saying, don't don't go after him. I already did. I'm not bringing this up to have you go and fucking talk shit to him and stuff. I'm just bringing it up to kind of, I think it's something to point out. And I think especially with him being such a, such a middle of the road celebrity, um, you know, he's, he's being left behind by the A-listers and shit. They don't give a fuck about him. Um, but he still thinks that he's better than you and he's towing the line. And this guy will never, ever, ever, say otherwise because he's too worried about losing his career. If he did, I mean, I'd have all the fucking, I'd have all the respect in the world for him if he were to come out and be like, all right, you know what? I'm not towing your fucking line. I feel this way about this. But I just think that he has, I think he's bought into it too, mind you. But even if he didn't, I don't think he would ever come out to, to speak badly about Hollywood. His name is Bob. Again, I'm not trying to dox him or anything like that. I'm just giving you the information. And don't, don't fucking do anything on, 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 for, for me, if you get what I'm saying. Um, and yes, yeah, certainly, I, I hate that this shit has to even be said. Don't, don't attack him, don't fucking threaten him, any of that stupid shit. Don't do that. His name's Bob Clendenin. Clendenin. C-L-E-N-D-E-N-I-N. Bob Clendenin. Just looking at his picture, my God, dude, I've seen this guy. I think it was in Oh uh, Brother, Where Art Thou? And I even told him this. I was like, dude, I actually liked your character. Liked, past tense. I liked your characters that you played in the past, man. You know? And uh, I was like, you know, you need to be a little more careful with who you just start fucking skewering on uh, on Twitter. Because, again, I liked his stuff. And, well, not, I didn't, it wasn't like, oh, I, he's the best. I just thought he did a really good job as an actor fulfilling those roles. And this is, this next thing that I'm about to say is a little, it's a shot. Um, you know, maybe he plays the role of the creep really well because he is one. Maybe he plays the role of the, the dumb, cuddly guy because he probably is one. He's an idiot, you know, which is a character flaw. Can he overcome it? Absolutely. Uh, it's not a part of being human being. I mean, human beings were incredible things. Anyway, um, so that was my fun that I had to, and as I kept going on, like, uh, Gavin McGinnis just came out and I'm, the reason I keep talking about him, he just came out, he's, he's starting to put out content again. And the content that I had just listened to was him talking about why you shouldn't be on Twitter. I agree. 
I'm on it for a purpose. I'm on this for a purpose. This I like a little bit more because I get to kind of therapeutically, if that's a word, uh, talk and get shit out. But being on Facebook, being on Twitter, it's not fun. Social media is is uh, intimidating by just the amount of shit that you now feel that you have to do. You know, um, I remember last year uh, for my job, I was actually on Twitter and my birthday came up. It, it took one person to say happy birthday and I didn't want to be on Facebook for the next fucking month because it's now I'm beholden to have to fucking respond. And if you don't respond, Twitter's, or I'm sorry, uh, Facebook is such a drama fest. That's why I got, I got into it when everybody else did and then I got off it because I was hearing people go, yeah, you know, you know, our cousin over here, well, they didn't like something that somebody else did and they got, and it fucking called, caused division in the family. And I saw it then and I was like, what the fuck, dude, this is ridiculous. People are fighting over fucking Facebook because somebody didn't like your stupid shit. Anyway. I am now at work or about to go do some work and um, I had a, it was a pleasure to talk with you. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that I, and I want you to hold my feet to the fire in case I ever got big. I want you to be, not, I mean, it's a pipe dream, right? But just to, uh, just to address it is if, let's say everything works out and I'm doing what I'm doing. Hold me to the fire. Fucking bring me this, what I'm saying right now, if, if I'm acting like an asshole, you fucking bring it to me and you go, hey, 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 you always wanted to stay genuine, so fucking stay genuine, genuine, you know? I can't, not that you guys are my fr- my fans or whatever, not that, it's just thank you so much, truly, thank you for listening. If you have any critiques, if you have any anything, any re- requests, if you have... Anything you want me to stop doing or doing or whatever, fucking tell me. I think you can leave a voice note on this, but go uh, go on Twitter at uh, at Jay Merchata or John Merchata um, or Facebook at John O Merchata. And uh, O M U R C H A D H A. And uh, and tell me, fucking let me know. And, uh, I'd like to interact with you guys. So I might be doing Facebook live up in the future. We'll see. And I might do a YouTube thing. We'll see about that. Um, it's so funny because, uh, I keep telling my wife, I'm like, I made, I think I'm at a dollar 17 in three days. (laughs) Again, it's I never thought that that was even a thing. <laughs> I never thought I could make money. Um, I've made a dollar. I think it was a dollar. No, I think it's like a dollar thirty-seven. Fucking ringing it in, and um, she was like, "Ooh," and I go, "I know." <laughs> um, but thank you guys. I mean, truly, thank you for just. I just like the fact that I'm I'm having some fun, some action, and uh, hopefully, you like it and enjoy it, and. Uh, Maybe you think I'm an idiot. Fucking tell me. Let's talk about it. Let's debate it. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna talk about it. And and I tell you what, if you if you come to me, if you don't agree with me, and uh, or maybe you hate me, whatever, and you want to debate it, uh, I'll do my very, I'll do my damnedest not to. And everybody's hearing me. 
I'll do my damnness not to talk shit. Like I talk about this, uh, Bob, whatever his name was, or John Fugel saying or whatever. Unless you get dirty. If you get dirty, then, then, uh, you know, the gloves can be off at that point. Now I'll, I'll, uh, I'll shit back. But anyway, um, oh man, I got grass stains on my fucking jeans. Anywho, uh, be accountable, be responsible, don't be liberal.